The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like... Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space and of course plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com Thank you. Coming down the aisle It's time to fart. It's out of here! It's a miracle! The impossible has happened! Harvard's gonna win the football game! And Harvard's gonna win it! He has broken it! Go crazy, folks! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. How you doing, Katie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was just scrolling through your Instagram, looking at your baby. Nothing creepy about that at all. <laughs> totally. Everything's fine. <laughs> He's just so cute. He's, He's so perfect cool and fat. He's a nugget. He's a he little is a nugget. little nugget. Anywho, speaking of perfect, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about today, mainly relationships. Have you been following the wrestling news regarding Jungle Boy and his new flame, Anna Jay? Oh my. Goss. I wish I could be a bedsheet on their bed as they get it on because look at them. <laughs> They're all so sexy and fun. And Luke Perry, he must be so happy staring down from the 9021 area code in heaven looking at his son jungle boy as he grabs anna jay's big old booty in the picture that they posed what do you think is it good for professional wrestlers to talk about their relationships publicly that's the question of the moment yes because they're humans well should they be though aren't they supposed to be extra human jungle boy he's a man from the jungle why would he even have a relationship he shouldn't even know what a woman is he should only hang out with luchasaurus who is half man half dinosaur and they should talk about rocks and water stuff like that but here he's kind of breaking kayfabe a little bit and you know me i want to brick by brick bring that kayfabe back but i am happy they have love it's not gonna happen you don't think so it's not gonna happen no because we live in the era of social media Get rid of it. You don't have Instagram on your computer anymore. People are I dropping don't. out of Twitter all the time. The only social media platform that anyone needs is Parler, because then you're going to find out what I found out earlier today, because my <laughs> friend Jason went to the Trump rally, and a lot of people on Parler believe that Joe Biden is played by an actor and Trump is still president. I wouldn't have gotten that information without that fantastic social media, whatever the hell that thing is. That's Parler is kind of its own version of kayfabe, isn't it? It really They're keeping is. their kayfabe alive. They are keeping their kayfabe alive, and that's why professional <laughs> wrestling needs to keep kayfabe alive as well. If it works in politics, it can work in wrestling. But Anna Jay and Jungle Boy, they went public with their relationship. They posted a picture on social media, and my God, if Jungle Boy does not have a full grip on her booty, and wow, isn't that exciting for his hand? So it is adorable to see young love. Is it going to hurt, though? Because Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, they went public with their relationship. And then, you know, wrestling fans, we sit here, we're lonely, we have nobody except for our friend Bud Light and maybe our buddy Coors Light. And occasionally we let Miller Light come over if we want to have some Midwestern fun. Other than that, we just hang out. What about Natty? You're going to just leave Natty Ice alone on its own? Natty Ice is in prison for uh, a series of violent crimes. So they're not allowed to come over (laughs) anymore. I don't know if wrestling fans want to see other wrestlers find love. And maybe that's because they're sad, bitter, angry, mildly violent people. 
but at the same time, we're the consumer. Don't we have a say? All I'm saying is I just want to see a tag team called The Cooler, and it's all the beers. <laughs> <laughs> it's Natty. It's it's Mick Ultra. It's Bud Light. Ooh. It's all the light beers. It's all the Pilsners. It's got to be. Cooler. What was the what beer? And they're on ice. Milwaukee's Best Ice. I think that was the beer that I got most sick off. I vomited, I shat, I swat, I did it all because of the beast. And I never want to go back to that experience in my entire life. That's probably why I don't have a relationship like Jungle Boy right now because of my history with Milwaukee's best, which is not Milwaukee's best. Technically, Milwaukee's best is River West Brewery. If you're in Milwaukee, Mm. check out River West Brewery. It is fantastic. It is not quite as good as my favorite, which is New Glarus, a.k.a. Spotted Cow. But nonetheless, I digress. Oh, that's such a Wisconsin beer. It is a Wisconsin beer. I know. New Glarus is only Wisconsin. I I I prefer if we're going if we're going local beers, I like Iron City. Iron City in Pittsburgh. The best. The best of the local light beers. I am not gonna go against you. Pittsburgh, you that All I'm saying is that Icy Light, Icy Light off the top rope is just gonna run rough shot over everybody. I could see that completely. I could see that completely. Uh, Bud Light, it's strong, it's stable, but it's the John Cena of beers. It's a little bit broad, a little vague, and it's like, why are you rapping? It has Miller terrible Light, merch. Bad merch, which is unfortunate. I was actually on the WWE merch website. I was really trying to find something. I don't know what's going on right now because I couldn't find any cool shirts as opposed to AEW, which is nonstop kick-ass product. But nonetheless, I digress. So Jay is going to be out. Again, this is Anna Jay. She's going to be out yep. for the next month, 6 to 12 months because of a shoulder injury. And then Jungle Boy, he just challenged Kenny Omega. So Jungle uh, Boy, which now this happened this past Saturday night. So Jungle Boy is busy in the ring as his flame, Anna Jay, will be injured for a little while. But let's talk a little bit about what happened on Saturday night with AEW. Katie, what are your thoughts as AEW does a really good job of Constantly having to change schedule, but showing how sticky their fan base is because their fan base is like, oh, it's on Friday. Is it Saturday? Is it Wednesday? Because, of course, the NBA playoffs are on the same network. What did you think about Saturday night? Dynamite. I think that that show to me felt like a pay-per-view. It felt like a Saturday night. We got a pay-per-view for free, basically, on basic cable. And it was so like the Kenny, like what a great. I can't picture Kenny Omega in WWE. I just can't. Definitely not. It's, I can't. I like, what if let's go back in the, let's go in the way back machine. And what if, what if Kenny did care about money and did go to WWE? We would not, no one in America would know who Kenny Omega is. No, maybe they don't, they don't know his name. He's not John Cena. He's not the A-list guy that's crossing over out of wrestling. He's not edge. He's not Edge, but he's so good at building, like building up other guys. And he, the match with him and Jungle Boy was just so, it was just, it's exactly what you wanted it to be. It was, Kenny made him look like a fucking rock star. Because he is. He took, and, and he is, of course. He took seven V triggers before he even, like Jungle Boy took seven V triggers before there was an actual pin. And it was so good yeah. and you know he just hit he and like of course you know once kenny omega hits the one winged angel you it's know over. the game's over it's the yes. most protected move i you could argue it's the most protected move right now in wrestling uh, industry-wide i love it and you know the minute he hits it it's over that's the night see that's what i'm talking about when i mention bring back the kayfabe the one winged angel it's just when it i i love that it's over when it's over that's the one problem yeah. going on right now in the interviews that I hear with the old timers. They talk about how finisher, kick out, finisher, kick out. And they're like, that's not how you build drama. You build drama throughout a match slowly but surely. And there's no reason to have big moves. And it's like, I can't believe they kicked out because then it's like, of course they kicked out because they're supposed to kick out because we knew that was going to happen. So I'm just so happy Kenny Omega actually has a finisher. He has a finisher. And once it's over, it's over. Now, the test will be. Who's going to be the first person to kick out of the one-winged angel? It's going to happen. Oh. When, who is it and when is it going to happen? Is it like when is this? It's going to ha- Obviously, it'll be 
like near the end of his title run, of course. Yeah. Who is going to be the next person? Again, this belt is protected. Kenny's finishing moves are protected. Uh, Kenny's a phenomenal heel. He's so fun as a heel. He's so hateable. He even tweeted back at Jungle Boy after he posted the photo of him and Anna Jay saying like, oh, are you going to tell me that there's more to life than wrestling now? And it's just <laughs> such a fun. Then yeah, So there's your kayfabe. There it is. And maybe it. Jungle Boy, this is his kayfabe. He is wrestling sweetheart. He is the golden boy right now. Absolutely. And of course, uh, for those that don't know, Kenny Omega, he is now undefeated in singles wrestling matches. I believe it was 666 days as of Saturday. So he's got the mark of the beast. The dude is just dominating and rightfully so. Who do you think it would be if we have to speculate? I'm just going through the roster right now uh, for the men in AEW. Who do you think is kicking out? Of the one winged angel first. We got, I'm going to put Brian Cage in that possibility. I think that he could. I think Jericho obviously could. Um, I don't think that Christian Cage would. I think that Christian is there to put people over. Cody, what about your boy Colt Cabana? Could he be the one that kicks out? I wish. I have no idea. I I would say, I would say, Darby's a good, Darby's a really good, uh, good pick. I think. Uh, I I think Jericho. I think an MJF storyline. MJF maybe. could kick out. There could also be a storyline. I mean, Orange Cassidy. There. I I don't think that Orange Cassidy will be the one, but I think uh, an uh, Orange Cassidy is. They're building Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy to be top guys, right? Right. And that's like there's there's classes, right? So you have your you have your your stars. You have your Kenny Omegas, your Jerichos. I would argue your Nick Jacksons, your uh, Young Bucks, and then you have your second class, your upcomers, your Jungle Boys, your uh, Orange Cassidy. Who else do they have? They have. I love that Negative One is even in the conversation. Negative love, One I mean, has to be. I mean, he hasn't wrestled cute. yet, but of course he will. Negative One, of course the uh, the Matt son Seidel. of the late great. Oh my goodness! Now I'm completely Brody, Brody Lee. Yes, of course. Uh, I just, they've got such a good Lance Archer, another possibility. What I love about AEW is they keep their records. And I think that is just so much fun. Either way, the one winged angel, the most protective move in professional wrestling right now, whoever kicks out of it, it's going to be a massive turning point. And hopefully it doesn't ruin the finisher forever. Hopefully it's just like one of those like, oh shit moments. And it goes back to being super protected because it is such a brilliant finisher and it's hard to come up with new stuff. And Kenny did it, and I want it to be saved forever. What if Jungle Boy kicks out of the one-winged angel? Minds I mean, will be melted. Minds would be melted. Hearts, Again. hearts will grow three sizes. Minds will be melted. We will all be inspired to go to work on Monday and just mm. crush it. We right? could all be inspired by the Jungle Boy indeed. Yeah, I think that's super possible. Do you think that this feud with Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy continues? I mean, they're a good size for each other. Kenny is bigger, obviously. Yeah, Jungle Boy has put on some weight as well, because you remember when he first debuted with he and Marco and Lucha, he was not nearly as shredded as he is now. That dude is putting in the work. And the one nice thing about professional wrestling, obviously, it's full of nepotism. And you could argue that he is the son, Jungle Boy, of course, the son of Luke Perry, but it doesn't matter if you're the son of an actor in pro wrestling. As a matter of fact, it probably set him back. People probably looked at him like, oh, you're the son of the actor from 90210. Okay, buddy. Good luck wrestling. He had a lot to overcome. And he is busting yeah. his freaking ass. And I love him so much that if he was the one that kicked out, I, I think that would be great. And of course, the decision will have to be made by Kenny Omega himself. Hearts will burst. Hearts will burst uh, if and when he's the chosen one. Absolutely. I so mean, what else what so else great. did you like about AEW this past Saturday? They had they just uh, top to bottom it just felt like a great it was a great card. Conan came out, Conan came out as a surprise. Old school oh. Conan and cut a woke ass promo. Whoa. I fucking loved it. He came out of nowhere. He went chin to chin with Tully Blanchard. Cut a phenom like just a a just a great just a great promo. Like James and I were talking while we were watching it 
It, and it was so good. And this is how you build a baby face. It's like the team hadn't even come out. It was FTR versus Santo and Ortiz. And he just, he put them over without even, they didn't even have to enter the ring. You knew the minute Conan came out and he cut his promo, whose side you were on. And it was just so phenomenal. And Tully is such a great asshole. Oh my God, it was so good. And the guys, the teams in question weren't even wrestling. They weren't even in the ring. Santana and Ortiz and FTR weren't even in the ring. It was just the two managers. It was Conan, Tully Blanchard going face-to-face, cutting promos about who's better. And it was <laughs> so, and why they were better. And it, you watch it and you're just like, I I know exactly who I'm rooting for. I don't, I am invested. I'm just invested. I haven't even seen them hit the ring yet. And it was just such a good example. It was a textbook example of how you build heels and baby faces without even having to do they didn't even have to do anything all right, they had, they, right. by the time they hit the ring you knew all right i know who i'm rooting for i know who i'm rooting against let's see what happens and it was just so good and conan took a bump and i really Whoa. wish he didn't he took a bump and i and it and it scared me oh he's not that old everybody. he's only in his 50s he's, he's a spring like, chicken he's had like kidney surgery kidney replacements and like all he's had some health. so he's got new kidneys he's strong strong like bull i don't know i can't I wait to know. have my kidneys replaced that'll be very exciting so no. saturday night's edition of aew dynamite it got around six hundred and fifty thousand viewers that was up 17.8 percent uh when they had to uh air on friday night so the demo is sticking with them. They love it. And uh, as uh, Cody Rhodes said, you know, AEW is a promotion ran by professional wrestlers who love professional wrestling, who care about the industry, who care about the sport. And you can tell it's completely paying off as WWE continues to be in this very bizarre flux. There was another kind of moving on a little bit from AEW. There was another massive a bunch of firings. Did you Oof. see this, Katie? Oh, yeah. The WWE released another 14 wrestlers, including Fandango, Tyler Breeze, and Tony Nese. So what happens to these guys currently on the roster of AEW? I believe it's 88 people, something like that. There's 21 ex-WWE wrestlers. So there are some people just speaking out of their ass, being like, AEW, it's just old WWE wrestlers and blah, 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 like all this nonsense. Most of the talent comes from the indie scene. That's what AEW yeah. has. Is there some concern that as WWE continues to release these totally viable professional wrestlers, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, these dudes are in great shape. They're great wrestlers. I actually did not hate their angle. I thought they were kind of funny, sort of the pseudo fashion place. I didn't hate it whatsoever. They didn't do anything with it, but I actually thought they were kind of charming. But if you're AEW, do you run a risk of picking up too many former WWE guys and then WWE can literally just be like, look at that. They picked up all of our garbage. No, I mean, yes and no, right? I think if if the person who was cut say like a Braun Strowman or I mean, I I would argue uh, Tyler Breeze because Tyler Breeze is an indie guy. He came from the indies and has just right. been working at NXT for years and he had a great bit. He had a great Tyler Breeze had a phenomenal bit on NXT. It worked at the at the NXT stage. So at mm-hmm. Full Sail, it worked in the room. Everyone loved him. He was like the super hot like model with dumb clothes and mm-hmm. his selfie stick. And it was really fun. <laughs> I and even I fun. like it, it was so fun. Although but he never hit people with the selfie stick. He really should have used it as a better weapon. I feel I like he maybe, could have used it as a weapon. It was more of a twice. prop. He should have whacked yeah, people was, with it. He should have. He Those things could hurt you. Yeah, they can. I got hit by a selfie stick walking through oh Times God. Square, and I damn oh. near ripped the head off of a tourist. But of course, I did not because I'm a very polite person. But I was like, do you need a selfie stick? What's happening? Use your hands. You're Unless so you tall, though. You don't, need a, you don't need a selfie stick. No one needs a selfie stick. I know. Yeah. But you're gifted with height. You don't need the selfie stick. Mm-hmm. You can just use your, your arm. Indeed, your arm is a selfie stick. Nonetheless, anyway. Tyler Breeze, he could have whapped a few people with it. So you 100%, think it would have been out so of fun. this list, so let's just go through the full 14 and let's try to figure out who would actually work in AEW. Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Tony Nese, Aria Davari, August Gray, Chase Parker, and Matt Martell. That's actually a tag team ever rise. 
Kurt Stallion, the Bollywood Boys, a lot of these yeah. guys I never even heard of, um, Arturo Ruiz, Marina Schaefer, Killian Dane, and Tino Sabatelli. I would say Killian Dane and Tyler Breeze. Killian Dane, I could actually see being very effective in AEW. Obviously, he's married uh, to the gal that we mentioned uh, last week, the superhero, and now I'm blanking on her name. Names are not coming with me today. Nikki Cross. Uh, Names are escaping me today, but he's married to Nikki Cross. Big, hairy brute. I could see someone like Killian Dane. I could see him doing really cool stuff in AEW as they sort of build out their big beefy boy uh, division. I could see him going against a Lance Archer. I could see him going against someone like Eddie Kingston in just a straight up freaking brawl. Like Killian Dane, I think, now that I think about it, out of all of the names released, out of all the people released, Killian Dane in AEW makes the most amount of sense. He's got Edge, Tyler Breeze. He might be a little too fancy. For the no. hardcore nature of the AEW. I don't think, like, I I would argue out of every, because here's the thing with Tyler Breeze is that he is, at, since the inception at NXT, he has grown to be a phenomenal, he was already a phenomenal wrestler when he came in. He's technically a phenomenal wrestler. His gimmick w- needed a little work. He needed to tweak it a little bit. He finally grew into the Tyler Breeze character, and it was super fun, and it was over, but it was such a gimmick. It was so gimmick heavy that I think that wound up hurting him because that gimmick to me, that gimmick is so over the top that I don't know how it would transfer to the main roster, right? So I think with Tyler Breeze, I would argue because he is technically a phenomenal wrestler and he is he can cut promos and he is charismatic and funny, I would argue that he would do really well at NXT given the opportunity. I mean, at uh, right. AEW. I just want to see Killian Dane. I want to see more hair on these wrestlers. And uh, that's just something that I want, uh, that I would like to see more and more of. Miro versus Killian Dane. That would be a good beefy boy battle. A bunch of big old pecs hitting at each other. I think that could work out great. The Butchers, he would be great with Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and the Blade, that's a hairy bunch. They could tie their chest hair together as a finisher, or maybe an enemy could do that to them and be like, no, you guys can't move, or you have to move in tandem to learn teamwork. That could also work. (laughs) It's a team-building event. This is a team-building move. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nonetheless, WWE, I don't know what the plan is. As the Thunderdome goes away, thank God you will not be missed. But what's the roster? What I don't know. I, also, man, I don't want to shit. I'm not gonna shit. I'm not taking a shit right now, okay? But I am what? gonna I'm gonna take a small fart with this whole edge versus Roman Reigns thing. Why you can't just call back the old timers? I love Edge. I obviously he's fantastic. But Damn. Edge versus Roman, when he came out on SmackDown, I was like, okay, all right, but what? I don't care. I do care, but I don't care. I am not I WWE, I just don't fully understand what's happening in the boardroom. Well, they don't understand what's happening. I don't get it. Why are they releasing everybody, but then bringing in Edge as like, Edge is great. I love the thing with Randy, but now Edge versus Roman. I'm like, why do I give a shit? Edge and Randy had a relationship. They had a past and it was like, ooh, now yeah. they don't like each other. This is emotional. But Edge versus Roman, I'm like, why? It's, why it's, what's going on? They released everyone. They, I mean... Well, that and there, there's talk about Lesnar coming back. There's talk about Cena coming back. 
Uh, Becky Lynch is in is at the Performance Center. She signed a new deal, so she's coming back. Yes, I would assume if she's not coming back on the next pay per view, she'll be at uh, SummerSlam. I think SummerSlam would make the most sense. But who so am are they I? releasing? Are they releasing everybody so that they can afford Lesnar? No, I think they're re- well. Yes and no. I think they're releasing everyone so they can sell the company. Uh, and this is just preemptive moves to unload a lot of the. They're the selling the company. Heavy. Well, that's what the talk is. All the oh rumors are Nick Khan was brought in to fucking cut everything down to make it to make the company cost efficient for whoever buys it. Well, they brought in the Bobs from Office yeah. Space. Yes. If they yes, I'm not watching it. I'm not going to watch it. I really won't because you, you already what Peacock has done. Do you know what Peacock did to a match that I loved? Tell me. Do you want to hear what happened? Well, I want to know who was in the match. Mick Foley and The Rock, because you know that's basically the only thing that I watched. <laughs> Fair no, that's enough. not true. But it was the it wasn't even the I quit match. It was a match that involved Mick Foley taking a heck of a lot of chair shots to the head. Do you know what they do in the middle of the match? What? They fast forward the chair shot so no, that Rock don't. will pick it up. They fast forward the chair shot, and then you just see Mick fall down. So they don't show you the actual shot, which is censoring art, which drives me insane. Mick Foley did that. He took that amount of punishment for us, and they censored the art on Peacock. So if WWE sells, well, just get ready for more of that. They're going to lose. They really, they're going to lose, and they're going to go away forever and ever and ever. And I'm going to say really they deserve spiraling. it. You're spiraling. You're spiraling? I'm not spiraling. Wrestling's not. WWE isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It they, could if they sell it. sad truth. Well, you look what go? happened to WCW. It's not just any. What, Ted Turner was a TV guy who got into wrestling. Vince is a wrestling guy who does TV. Hear me out. What if uh, it's a reverse WCW where AEW buys WWE? Huh? Come on. That'll never happen. I'm just kidding. That's a terrible idea. I but actually love fun. that idea. If Tony Khan would buy WWE, maybe oh, there's some the potential for it to be good. the fuck the room would be so good. I would love a good all the fuck yous. Yeah, the amount of fuck yous would be fantastic. Happen. It's not even. Well, who are they, who are they going to sell it to, Miss Dirks? And NBC, Comcast, any of those giant corporations, because they have thousands of hours of programming. If they sell it to NBC and Peacock, it's over. It's over. Peacock has already ruined the or content. Fo- I mean, I- on, well, it's not going to go to Disney or Fox. Oh, my via God. Disney. If it goes to Disney, Disney all the Fox. characters are just going to be Marvel based. And I'm going to have to sit here and watch Captain America. There's two options. Captain America fight Wonder Woman or something. The deals that they have right now are between two. There's four companies that own all of television, right? There's Disney. There's Universal, Comcast. Mm. There's, well, and even now that's also CBS. A uh, bunch of monopolies. A bunch of monopolies. You have the streamers and you have Amazon and you have Netflix. And that's okay. basically it right now, right? Sure. Well, who, who am I missing? Disney owns ABC. They all own each other. And Fox. Yeah. So I there's really no idea. four big giant companies. So it's going to go to one of those four and it's most likely, I would say most likely going to go to universal. If it even goes that way, I don't know. Maybe they're not selling. Maybe Vince will die at the helm. That's entirely possible too. But if the one thing Vince has always wanted is to be taken seriously as a serious, successful businessman outside of wrestling, right? If he, of course he's taken seriously. He got our last president elected. Yes, of course. That, but look at that shit show. I know it didn't. I know that it, that didn't go well. <laughs> I understand. I did understand. I understand. That. McMahon, but, like Linda McMahon, was in the cabinet. I understand. Like I, I, I see what he's going for. But in the grand scheme of things, seventy percent of the country still thinks he's a laughingstock. No, no one's that's taking not, him seriously. No, that I completely I, I, just, He's a billionaire. Well. He, he's what everybody aspires to be. He is already, he is like, he's a, he's a god in America. Vince McMahon is not, I don't think that people think of him as a laughing stock. I mean, I think they think he's, he might be mildly insane. They think wrestling's a laughing stock. If it's done right, it can be. I mean, it, it should be in most cases. Yeah. <laughs> it that is, is one of my favorites where when they show uh, Santino with the, uh, with the snake that he used to have. And uh, when he was being charmed, I forget who was on the top rope, the fella that was uh, the Indian fella, but it wasn't gender, um, who like charmed uh, Santino's snake. And they were like, tell me wrestling is fake because that was really funny. But Santino's, they, it's it's uh, theater. And that was the comical match. You have to have your comical matches. But I think Vince is very well respected. But WWE 
and you could argue isn't respected as like a business. I mean, maybe as a business, but not as like no one's saying like, oh, we have to give all the Emmys to WWE. No, because Emmys are all rigged and they all go to like, I don't know, whoever sucked off the right person. Well, and I God it clearly knows. hasn't been me because I don't have one and I've come close very many times. Because you're a good person and you refuse to play the Holly weird game of just blowing <sighs> people in the back room. I it's just a, want just, an Emmy. Oh, okay. Well, get an Emmy then. Honestly, I'm sure <laughs> the family will understand because how fun is an Emmy uh, to have there that you, so you can look at that? And uh, and remember winning that thing at, at a, at a uh, ceremony that's extremely boring. The only award I ever won was a Webby. And uh, at that award show, me, Henry and Marcus, well, me and Henry specifically got pretty hammered. And then I yelled at a lot of very powerful people. And rightfully so. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I had to yell at the owner of Vice. I was like, your, your channel sucks. Oh, you guys are so stupid. You. Because um, Vice is really stupid. They sold thank you for that. two television networks. They got HBO and then they had the Vice Network, but they can't share content. So they just cut their product in half and their product sucked to begin with. Anything that Gavin McGinnis creates turns to dog shit. And that's exactly what Vice is. Even their documentary on uh, on Q, Into the Storm on HBO was much better. Their Vice documentary on Q, good Lord, I'm just going to say this. They're up their own ass. All right. They are. They well, are. Speak, speaking of up their own ass. Let's move on a little bit and talk about Adam Cole. He's cocky. But Adam Cole actually makes a very good point here. Sticking in the world of the WWE, but going into the NXT. What do you think about Adam Cole talking about how he's upset that people still refer to NXT as developmental? I am with him I, on this. At this yeah. point, NXT, I think, is the main show in many ways. When I'm horny to watch wrestling, NXT is where you go. There's wrestling, there's matches, there's story, there's new and upcoming talent, but then also they got some old guns in there. So do you think NXT, if you are WWE, should they just drop this whole they're developmental and start treating them with, dare I say, a bit more equality? Yeah, they should be treating them like it's the fucking the best show they have. Because it is. It's it easily really the best is. show they have. They've, first of all, they've completely, like Raw has had good segments over the last week two weeks last night they had a phenomenal segment with uh kofi kingston and uh, mvp and it's one of the best mm -hmm. promos i've seen in years on the main roster and that's one promo that's been really great in arguably years on the mm -hmm. main roster versus every week you'll have a decent if not very good slash phenomenal uh promo on nxt every week like they yeah. just have and yes you can argue that some of the some of the new kids some of the freshmen if you will like they are still working out their gimmicks right they're still working it's like doing it's like NXT is sometimes treated like an open mic night in some cases with some of the new kids coming in to either debut or work on their gimmick or any and or, or introduce a new tag team sure but Nine times out of ten, whenever you turn on NXT, you're going to have a better show in those two hours than you'll have out of the six hours, five hours of the main roster. Like, I agree. And your time is better spent on, on Tuesday nights now. And to prove that point, look no further than what they've just done with the most recent call-up, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross comes to a, a WWE main roster. They change his music. They lose the manager. It's just... He was great in NXT. I loved his work. I loved the, uh, I'm blanking again on the names of the lady that he would come out with. Scarlet? Scarlet, yeah, yes. And uh, I thought she was great, but she's gone. So you look at what he was doing in NXT, and then you look at what they, they're doing with him in the main roster. I'm like, why did you just gut this character? It makes no sense whatsoever. But this is what Adam Cole had to say regarding wrestling without an audience. He says, wrestling feels naked without an audience. It can still be amazing, and it can still be awesome, and we can still tell great stories, but that glue that holds everything together and that intangible thing that makes the magic of what we do so special is the audience. He says, I cannot wait. I promise you, for all the fans that are excited to come back and witness WWE live and in person, I promise you, the performers are more excited than you are for real. So basically, the first chance you get to go see NXT, go see NXT, because I think they're going to put on a hell of a freaking show and start stealing the show from Raw, 
from SmackDown and really giving AEW a run for their money when it comes to good storytelling, which is the thing that I want the most out of wrestling, especially as we live in, again, an eroded kayfabe world. Good storytelling is now more important than ever before. July 14th is the last day you will see the Thunderdome. Oh, thank God. That's a Wednesday. Thank God. For whatever reason, July 14th is the last day they're taping with the Thunderdome, and July 16th is the first SmackDown with a live audience in Houston. How many people have we seen jerk off on there? You haven't seen anybody jerk off on there, but money it's Money in the Bank weekend. All right. I can't you'll wait. Have SmackDown, you'll have Money in the Bank, and then you'll have Monday Night Raw all in Texas. Monday Night Raw in Texas. Uh, this is what Adam Cole had to say regarding NXT as developmental. He says, it bothers me a lot to some extent. I try to be a glass half full kind of guy in a lot of ways. So I think there is an aspect to NXT or the Performance Center where, of course, there is developmental, where there are people who get hired with no wrestling experience with the process of hopefully getting to that point where they end up on NXT television. So to say that the roster of the guys on NXT, as far as developmental goes, I really do believe that we are in the same level as the guys on Raw and as the guys on SmackDown. The process of development is something that happens all the time, which is a great point. If you look at WWE, I would argue like Omos, for example, he's in yeah. development. He, has, yeah. he doesn't really know what he's doing yet. Half the women's division is in development. The women's division on main roster is woof we'll talk about that next and uh adam cole goes on to say i've been wrestling for 13 years and i'm constantly developing i don't ever want to get out of the developmental it's so cool for me to be around guys like Shawn michaels triple h matt bloom who they themselves are very open to admitting they're still learning and if those guys are open about learning we definitely better be open to it i've always kept that mentality and thought process if I'm not going to get better every single year and every single match, then I've got to get out of it. I'm proudly developing in that sense. So I agree. If you are WWE, just drop the whole NXT developmental because people probably, I'm sure some people probably get turned off by it. And then they're like, nah, I'm not going to watch like people practice. And it's like, it is, it's a better product. Yeah. I mean, it's a thin line between WWE doesn't want to ever associate themselves with anything less than you know a main roster quality right so sure. why treat nxt like it is developmental because like if you look at the indies like i would argue i mean everyone the indies are developmental that is where you go to cut your teeth so now that you right. have this brand that feels like indie but is putting on you know main roster quality matches why not call it what it is like call it your like I said, I think I think your time, if you're going to watch new wrestling, if you're getting into wrestling, if you're getting back into wrestling, your time is better spent right now on NXT and investing in newer characters than the main roster. Because I, I don't know if they I don't know if anybody knows what's happening on the main roster. I have no freaking idea. You just broke news. I didn't realize that Vince was trying to sell. And that's why everything is happening. It all makes sense now. All right. That's the speculation. The speculation is they're trying to make the company look good on paper for an eventual sale. That breaks my little heart. That's okay, though. My heart's been broken before. I'll put it back together with You'll more duct taping, glue, and gum. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just staple it back together. Mm-hmm. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, speaking of the women's division, as Katie mentioned, Becky Lynch is making a return. 
Yes, Let's see, is. Katie, your thoughts. Obviously, you have them on the women's I... division, specifically oh. main roster WWE. You Good seem Lord. to be very distressed. Although, again, we have to show love because at Hell in a Cell, Rhea and Charlotte, Bailey and uh, Bianca, they did fantastic. So, you know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of bright spots, but what do you think? Okay. There's good and bad. Look, progress isn't a straight line, right? So we, <gasps> we, we're we zigging and zagging a little bit. We're Whoa. on the zag. That's good uh, if you're getting chased by a crocodile. Yeah, we're, we're zagging um, a little bit. So look, maybe this is this is just part of the the nature of the beast, right? Mm-hmm. What they're doing on Raw with the women's division, to me personally, is uh, and I don't like to say this very often, but it's <sighs> definitely taking women's wrestling back a few years. Why? <laughs> because first of all, one of the storylines they have, and maybe this is on SmackDown. Forgive me, I get them mixed up because of course. nothing is very special about either one of them. Uh, one of the storylines they have is essentially like a hot or not storyline, right? It's Carmella and Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. And while they both um, excelled skill-wise uh, as technical wrestlers, they're they're decent, right? They've gotten much better than they were. They're sure. not great technical wrestlers, but at the end of the day, if you're a better personality than you are a wrestler, then you're a good wrestler to me. Sure. Uh, and while they share mic skills, they are comparable when it comes to mic skills. I think they're both decent. Uh, the story they have is essentially a hot or not storyline. Like I'm hotter than you and I'm going to wrestle you to prove it. And to me, that's just like the, the most like, come on. That's the best. Like, yes, yes, we understand they're hot. If they weren't hot, if they didn't have, they weren't physical specimens, they wouldn't be on the main roster. Like we, we are, there's already a bar that they're already above, right? They're already above uh, conventionally pretty. Right. Sure. So why is this even a storyline why are we doing this again? We've done this. You did this for 15 years with the women's division. That was the storyline. What are we doing? Are you telling me that Carmella is is the best story that Carmella can tell right now is that she's hotter than everyone else on the roster? Come on. Like, come on. Yeah, I promise you I, there's a better story that she can tell, that she is capable of telling uh, than I'm hotter than you. And poor Liv. Liv is, uh, it's not their fault. This is no, just, course. this is a creative, this is a bad creative decision from where I sit. It was like, what are we getting out of this story? What is, what is the, what is the 12 year old little girl in the 15th row getting out of this story? What is she like? Where, what are we doing? Like, right. wh- who are we? Is this really keeping your, your, you know, 18 to 34 male audience? Like they don't give a shit. They already know they're hot. We get right. it. You're pretty. Okay. So what else, what else are we doing here? It's just so basic. This could be because the writers that WWE hires, evidently oh. you don't have to have any wrestling knowledge. Oh boy. This story broke um, a, uh, a gal named Kenneth Mobley. She was uh, hired to write for the WWE. She referred to Bobby Lashley as Bobby Ashley. So they don't know anything about what's happening. And she admitted that she has no clue what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, okay. She's a comedian. She's appeared on The Tonight Show. She's been on Vice. She's been on NBC, and this is what she had to say. She says, yes, I have just been hired by the WWE. Um, She goes on to say, given the things that you know about me and my entire life and what I'm into, yes, that's surprising. Yes, it also was a surprise to me. They did not require me to know anything about wrestling, but I do have a background in film production and comedy writing, and they're like, perfect, come on in. That is the beginning of the problem right there. Okay, well, she's also been fired since this happened. Uh, has she been fired? Yes. So that, which like, okay, again, once but this, I mean, so I'm sure she, she's not the only one. She uh, had yeah, done, okay. she did a podcast before she got hired about how she was going to work there. It was something, there was like a gap in time, right? Okay. Where she hadn't started yet, but she was hired. Anyway, she did the podcast talking about like, hey, guess what? I don't know anything about wrestling. Uh, And that spun (laughs) the marks into a tizzy. But my argument here is... I mean, she should know a little bit about wrestling if you get hired by a wrestling company. But that's on on WWE. That is... This is 100% on... I'm with you. I'm with you. I... 
you've, I mean, we've seen the job postings. I've seen the job postings for writers for WWE. It says no wrestling knowledge required in the actual <laughs> application, which I still think is hilarious. But at the same time, if they said, I don't know, you have to know something about wrestling, they would just have the same circle of people that they always have. They'd have a, what you- a, an endless, a revolving door of marks, and that's it. She's a woman. She knew comedy. She's a. But that is like hiring an offensive coordinator for. You have to know. I, <laughs> I am not going to even remotely come close to defend the idea that they should know nothing about wrestling. Yeah. Because how many people didn't get this job who know about wrestling? Yeah. You know, it's not fair to the people They'll who actually care point. about the product. I promise you there will be an open door for them at some at some point. You can go work for WWE. Don't give up on your dreams. Well, they'll quit quickly. Yes. So she, so this all came out. This became public. It became like an issue either. It was, I think the marks kind of got it started on Twitter and then it kind of fell into the locker room. It became a little bit of a bitch session. And she was eventually terminated for what specifically? I don't know. Not knowing jack shit about wrestling. You, I mean, like, you would think though, I, maybe this is, and this is kind of where I stand. I'm, again, this is, WWE should have some sort of like crash course welcome program of like, hey, here's all the materials you should know about before you come work here. Like, here's some backstory. Watch the last, I don't know, yeah. year of raw or oh, try to. Jesus. Criminy. That will make people's eyes bleed. How many hours is that? 52 times three? That's a 52 times three. Let me do some really quick math. 19 <laughs> hours. Um, no, it's, it's 156 bit, hours. It's 156 of, hours of wrestling that you would have to at least maybe. I'm making up rules for WWE. No, that's fine. I don't know. Watch any, the last any, like pay per views or something. Just watch wrestling. Why would you even apply for cat. a job if you don't watch what the job is is hiring you for? I just don't understand the entire thing. So perhaps that's one of the problems between the boardroom and the writers' room. And we're seeing the boardroom only caring about the money, the writers not caring about anything other than keeping their writing job and having zero concern for what professional wrestling is, which is why we have Carmella and Liv in a who's hot, who's hotter than who competition, because that just got shat out by a bunch of virgins in a writer's room. And that's why we're seeing a bunch of shit on our screens and the product sucks because the behind the scenes sucks and it all just has to change. There needs to be a good infrastructure that is obviously not in place any longer. You would think that like on every, like in television, on every show that you you are hired onto that has been in, in production for more than a year or more than a season, you get a book called The Bible. You get the show mm-hmm. Bible. And it has, it has all the storylines you need to catch up on, has all the character bios, it has how the show is shot, what shots are like, are, are specific to the show. I feel like WWE should have a show Bible. If they don't, I don't. But I can't even. What would that show Bible even look like? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe there's a there. Actually, now that we're talking through it, there's a good reason she wasn't told anything on the way in because she would have just been like, what? No, this is all terrible. Show Roman Reigns and be like, what's Roman Reigns? And then be like, he's the head of the table. This is why this is his family lineage. Just give him a background on the people, on the players, on the actors. And then you can put those actors into proper storylines. That would help. But maybe they just needed fresh eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. All right. I would argue they needed fresh eyes. <laughs> fresh eyes? They need a whole bunch of new stuff. Any hoot. Vince might need some fresh eyes. And I, if he sells it, I thought that Shane was going to take over. What about Steph? Anyway, we'll figure that out later. I just feel like if you're Shane and Steph, you'd be like, no, you're not going to sell it. You know, Triple H married into this family for a reason. He didn't want him to sell it. Damn. I don't know. Can Any you imagine oh. investing all that time and money? Well, I think he loves Stephanie. I hope so. You mean They probably do. I think that they do love each other. I'm sure they do. They like to work out. So that's very good. Cool. All right. It well, you mentioned shots. Let's move on to Shotzi Blackheart just really quickly here. Shotzi Blackheart, obviously, in NXT. I love her, and I'm about to buy her shirt. I just haven't done it yet, but I'm going to buy her shirt. Chris Jericho did not hold back on dumping all over Shotzi because Shotzi put out a mean tweet 
about one of the bumps that Jericho took, specifically at Blood and Guts, where Jericho landed on a crash pad, which was really just a problem with the camera angle because WWE has been doing a lot more crash pads than they used to. Whatever. I don't want to see people get hurt, but then it's also like they. I don't have a problem with the crash pad. I like. I oh, by the bit. way, did you see the? Did you see the the Morrison uh, ricochet bump that they that took? That was awesome. It was fucking awesome, and ricochet. there was definitely a crash pad under there. But they obviously oh, moved I don't it care because that angle. was still dangerous enough. Oh my god, he flew like it looked like he flew like ten feet. I like Ricochet in jeans. I don't care. I mean, I, don't I love why, the rebrand of Ricochet. He's in jeans. Ricochet's <laughs> a star. He is a star, and they better freaking use him again. More and more, but now we have fans coming back and hopefully we can dictate a little bit more when it comes to who's over and who's not. So Shotzi Blackheart went on Twitter and she put a little gif of a girl uh, jumping into her bed and obviously she was making fun of Chris Jericho, but then Jericho, he was mad and Jericho said, so people laugh at that sort of stuff, but there's no reason because this is the real deal and it can happen anytime. Best of luck to anybody in our business and anybody that bags on somebody who's taking a chance and putting their bodies on the line can really fuck off. <gasps> That's what he said. And he said, <laughs> especially people in the business. I could say some names. There are a couple of chicks in WWE who said some stuff that should probably not have been said. They probably weren't trained any Aww, better. Are you in mad? six months, they'll be probably asking for us for a job. But anyways, I'll remember that. Okay. First of all, <laughs> I like Jericho? this chill out whoa jericho's talking about chill he's rock and roll just take a chill pill bruh whoa it's like i mean don't take it out i mean i guess there's Shotzi like, there's, team, his feelings. there's, there's te- also uh shotzi replied to this little flare up with the same gift that she posted <laughs> the night it happened so i'm on team shotzi yeah go ahead talk your shit shotzi <laughs> i love it i'm here for it also i almost want to start a hashtag free shotzi because i think in aew shotzi blackheart would be so cool her gimmick know, would be but, so awesome uh, i would love NXT to see it needs her wwe needs her of course they do they need her she's so fun and she's yeah, they need so- her are they going to treat her with any respect or are they going to put her over at all i mean at the very least, AEW's women's division, I think it's safe to say now that AEW's women's division with Britt Baker, the whole crew, it is, it's really coming together in a great way. It might not be quite as good as NXT yet, just because they don't quite have the they don't quite have the numbers of talent. But I mean, someone like a Shotzi Blackheart in AEW, her character, she wouldn't have to change shit. She would be over in a heartbeat. And this Tuesday, aka this evening, uh NXT has a show. That's all I'm saying. All right. You're going to get your lady friends together and watch that? I am. I have two lady friends coming over. We're going to watch lady wrestling. Oh, just sitting like a bunch of praying mantises rubbing their legs together. Um, Did you know that? (laughs) What? (laughs) Women can can sometimes arouse themselves by just rubbing their legs together. I, I I didn't know that. You did not know that? No. I don't know if that's You didn't know that. I don't think oh, that's I like think a, that's a thing. Across, I don't think that's a gender-wide thing. Oh, I, think it is. I don't know. Yeah, they sit there and they rub their legs. A friend of mine in high school used to do it, and she'd be like, "Oh yeah, that feels nice." Okay. All right. You so women have a lot day. of women can have secret. There's um, a lot to unlock with arousal this. any time of the day. You never know. You never know <laughs> what's going to happen. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that's basically it. Um, That's all the fun stuff. Oh, it's very fun stuff. The wrestling world continues to amaze both in ring and out of the ring. And yes, I think we're safe to say we're we're team Shotzi. And if she does need a job shit, Shotzi. in six months, AEW would be extremely foolish to pass her up because she is just one of the her uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Alexa Bliss might be the two best female mic workers right now. And which makes them probably the best two mic workers because until Becky Lynch comes back, Becky, I just can't be dealing with all this stuff with her love. Well, she is uh, breaking news, by the way, breaking news. This just in as of was announced half an hour ago, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins getting married on Tuesday. They're not got married, married today. Yet, huh? No, they got married today. They got married today. Good for them. Okay. Well, what do I know? I thought they were married already. 
So they have the child and then they get married. Isn't that That's fun? That's the way to do it. Now the kid That's can come it. and hopefully the kid can chip in a little bit for the wedding. Those things are freaking expensive. You got to get charger plates. You do have to get charger plates. Yeah. Which I still don't understand. It's very, it's very dumb. Yeah. They're plates, four plates. It's four. Every plate is four plates. It's, it's so ridiculous. Two plates, but it's a plate for plates. You put a plate on the plate. It's I dumb. know. And they charge and you like $7 for it. A plate. It's so it's ridiculous. very stupid. We didn't have chargers because they were too expensive. Oh, you didn't do it? That's good. Screw. Why chargers, would you do it? I love it. Where did you, where did I you maybe, and James get hitched at? I don't think we had. You know what? Maybe we did have chargers. We got married in Key West because oh, I'm from Florida. That's so fun. We had a party boat. Woo! Everyone got drunk. Yeah. It oh, that's great. Awesome. There was ice cream and sushi, but not together. Because that's weird. That is or weird, is but it, it also is know. great. Ice cream sushi sounds great. It kind of does sound good. Tuna ice mochi? cream. Yeah, I'm not totally against it. I could see it happening. I could see it working. Key West. We got married on a on a little island called Sunset Island. Oh, that's cute. It's a party. Well, very cute. Well, hopefully Becky and Seth have a wonderful wedding, and I'm sure they'll be together for the uh, for the until the end of time. They better be. They're my favorite couple. I know they are super cute. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Let's do this week's match from the past. This is actually not cute. This is from 1977. This is MSG. This is George the Animal Steel versus Bruno San Martino. And I watched this match. It's only about 10 minutes. You can watch it online on the YouTube. And I never really understood the whole like love of the old timey wrestler. But then I've been watching some of the old Bruno matches. There's not like moves per se, but they mm-hmm. do beat the shit out of each other. It yeah. is, it's like really exciting and I like it. And um, I don't know. I just think this is a fun match. So if you get a chance to search Bruno San Martino versus George the Animal Steel, George Steel, one of my favorite characters of all time. He used to always eat the turnbuckles. You remember that? Mm. It was funny. Sounds delicious. Okay, everyone. Enjoy this match from the past. <laughs> Bruno with knee and fist and anything else he can use, hammering into George Steel, who is holding his eye now. George Steele beginning to bleed. The cut opening up above both eyes and San Martino right on top of it. George Steele slumping down into the corner. Referee has the discretion of stopping the match at any moment. San Martino knowing full well that he must put George Steele away. Bruno will not let up. Back up to the neutral corner. Referee over to take a look. He'll signal a timekeeper, and it's all over. Chalk up a victory for the living legend, Bruno Sammartino. All right, there it was. Bruno and George, back when men were men. All right. Um, What are they now? Men? Yeah. Oh, men men are men. So they're still men. And, you know, men are men, women are women. You can be whatever the hell you want to be. I don't care. I'm just saying it was when men were smelly. Did you know that men can rub their legs together and become aroused? They can't. I heard that somewhere. No, that's not possible. I don't. I just think figured so. maybe. I men, mean, plausible. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I can't rub my legs together, so I don't know. But we'll figure it out. All right, everyone. Well, Katie has to go orgasm. With all no, of we're her, just no. We have a la- we have a terrific female. lady date. <laughs> terrific lady date. We made. I, just, I I got I, I got some snacks from the deli. I'm gonna oh. go get cheese as soon as we're done. We're gonna have some wine. Ooh. Maybe we'll have some claws, Ooh. and then we're gonna grill a little bit. I invited you, but you said you didn't want to come because you hate me. You didn't invite me. I you did. just told me about it. I did just tell you about it. I'm sorry. I should have thought about it. That's earlier. okay. I'm not a lady. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you're safe and happy and healthy out there. And uh, we can't wait to see you guys as soon as wrestling opens up a little bit. 
We're gonna go watch some matches and it'll be super. This is a viewing party. Viewing party. All right, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.